Hello, guys, and welcome. It is Behind the Bunker, our weekly paintball show here at beautiful Kossuth Road Studios. My name is Todd Ansich. Thank you very much for joining us and tuning in. Uh, lots in the world of paintball to get to tonight. And uh, if you guys are joining us for the first time, this is our weekly paintball show that also gets turned into a podcast. So it goes up on iTunes, SoundCloud, anywhere that you get your favorite podcasts from. And uh, yeah. This uh, this is our weekly paintball show. We have Josh Zuby Zabrikis joining us tonight. Yes, sir. I'm back, baby. <laughs> um, speaking of which, did you notice Matt the Crips T-shirt? No, he was in no, too I much didn't. of a rush. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> I didn't notice it either, but now I'm so jealous. Yeah, I yeah. can't see that monitor's in the way. I can't see it. And uh, we have uh, Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Greetings. Thanks for tuning in tonight and watch uh, Behind the Bunker every week live. Pew, pew. And... Uh, Garvin Sharma. That's right, my folks. And Josh stole the line I was going to say. I'm back, baby. <laughs> now we're all back. And make sure you hit like and share or start a watch party because it's behind the bunker. Let everybody know what you're doing this night. And we're going to have a great time. It's I good. stole Gavin's opening, admittedly, because I am an anti-dentite. <laughs> Excellent. Can I ask a question, Josh? I don't want to point, point out if I'm wrong here, but do you have a shirt underneath your sweater? I do. Do you? Too okay. bad. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Because it looked like he was wearing a sweater because I could see it. But I thought maybe he just put oh, a I sweater a on a naked, <laughs> naked torso. You ruined the illusion. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> well, we could, we could do the rest of the show like that. That's fine. Yeah. I'll, Nor- hang, I'll hang some hamburger meat out. <laughs> yeah. Normally, he has his top button done up to keep his medallion in. Top, <laughs> top button done up to 11. <laughs> this coming from a guy who's got a gold chain wrapped around his neck right now. Silver. <laughs> and no, no. Silver and gold. <laughs> That's not wrapped around his neck. That's actually wrapped around his chest hair, and he hasn't been able to take it off for four years. That's right. Actually, do you know what? Do you know where I got this? Um, we attended the IAO in the Cranberry wow. back and uh, many, many years ago. And in the, the lobby had a stupid jewelry store, and I saw this chain. I'd never seen anything like it. And stupid, sexy My wife jewelry. convinced me to buy it, and I've had it ever since. So it sort of a paintball like twist. Cranberry. <laughs> it smells a lot worse than cranberries. Is that what that is? <sighs> it's a funk. So we're back. Uh, we were last week. We were back, but it was just Joe and I, Matt, and uh, then we had Greg Hastings and... Um, alabaster slim on so it really wasn't a full complement of the usuals but uh we're all back gavin was away in uh in cuba cuba as we said i was thinking if i should say it or not but we did talk about it last week and i I uh, do appreciate the extra photos that you sent the ones that you didn't put on instagram or facebook but it really could have done without all the dudes and i (laughs) didn't know that it was you went to hedonism i I did yes (laughs) Cubanism. it's it's a a wonderful family getaway (laughs) you can pack very light and it's some Sodom hotel or something. I think. It oh was a- dear God! <laughs> Is that the comment you got from all the people at Hedonism that they thought you were packing light? No, no. <laughs> you can't bring an anaconda in here, sir. <laughs> and then Josh, you were away. Uh, yes, I was. Um, we don't think I, we said where you were. I was in as equally exciting as Cuba. I was in Titusville, Pennsylvania. <laughs> that does sound fantastic. Titusville. What's yes. in Titusville? Not much. <laughs> Not much at, all. <laughs> at least he's honest. Uh, fantastic all-you-can-eat uh, B-grade Chinese food buffet. Beautiful. Yeah. And uh, caught right. Yeah, caught right four. Actually, caught right eight was what our under our reservation was under. But it was the place in America where petroleum was first discovered in a large quantity. Oh. oh yeah, green petroleum. I didn't know. I didn't know there was a difference, but I learned something in time. Little known fact. So there you go. Hmm. Huh. They make kerosene there. You could get kerosene at the gas From station, a like a pump. 
hmm. like you would for your car. My so don't fill up at the white one. That's kerosene. Don't put hmm. that in your car. My car will go 10 hectares on one tank of kerosene. Only if, if I you put, put it in H. H? <laughs> All right, yeah. let's pull it back. That's Gavin's boys. line. Um, speaking of paintball-related things, Matt and I were in Gatineau, Ontario, at a paintball yeah, we event really two years old. ago. Oh, two years ago. Okay, there we go. <laughs> wow, you guys are quick to jump on me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we were at an all-you-can-eat Chinese buffet that was in like a hotel lobby, and it was horrible. And it was all-you-can-eat. It was a buffet, but we still all had trouble finding anything that was edible on it. Oh. But what, like, you're stuck in the middle of nowhere. You really have no other options, and that's... Uh, in yeah. Titusville, most edible thing at the Chinese buffet was actually mozzarella sticks. Whoa. Which I didn't know. It was actually a very tree. ancient... Yes, <laughs> Szechuan tree, yeah. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nice. So, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are uh, having our daily or weekly paintball show here. And if you didn't know, this gets turned into a paintball podcast, as we said at the top of the show. So, if you guys want to, uh, if you can't watch the whole show while you're uh, on Facebook, you can go and check it out uh, anywhere you get your better podcast from. And why we are all excited is uh, coming up in just over a month, Revenge Battle Royale, October 5th and 6th. Battle Royale! Uh, make sure you guys register now. I've had lots of people asking me if re when registration opens. It is already open. So uh, you can follow the link on your screen Wide or you open. can uh, go to flagorders.com, follow the links, and you will get yourself registered uh, right now. You can sign up for uh, Wolf or Hidden Hedgehog. You can sign up for Alabaster Slim <laughs> or even um, Greg Hastings, whoever you decide to, to do. Um, sorry, did I not... No, so I, I didn't have Matt's uh, number in my phone. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I texted him in our last group chat. And, like, everybody checked their phone at the same time. I'm like, oh, well, you're I'm reading. Like, Josh, okay. that's brilliant. Uh, Thank you, Matt. While uh, while we're having uh, Battle Royale at Flaggers Paintball, Battle we're also going to have the Tipman or the Hitman air-powered time trials. Yes, not so check Hitman. that out. Um, here's a video that I stole from Mad Frog. It was on his timeline today. Uh, but this is, if you guys don't know what the, the time trials are like, here's just a small sample of a guy playing the arcade version. Yeah, a little painful, a little painful. But we'll have the full setup uh, ready to go for uh, Battle Royale um, in the next, uh, I next learned. Event. I learned this from... A uh, guy who put together a lot of the props for American Ninja and also did them for the U.S. version of Wipeout. If you have a situation like that, to help avoid people clotheslining themselves, you actually put a solid board up straight ahead. So their actual nose and face hits before their throat does. So if we want to improve the Hitman time trials without killing anybody, we should probably put a solid. We could just no, have someone just stand there with a cricket but bat. If it in all like honesty, a <laughs> <and they just laughs> yeah. boop. we can't change what Greg asked. He sent us specific schematics, at what heights, what sizes, all, what numbers of targets. And if you actually read on his thing, that bar goes across there. He has an exact measurement and in brackets, throat level. So it was intentional. If you talk to Greg, it was uh, it was done purposefully. Oh, I have no doubt at all. <laughs> uh, a couple other things you guys should watch out for: September seventh and eighth, Marvel versus DC is happening at Fort Knox Paintball, and then uh, two weeks after Battle Royale, you have uh, another game at 
Fort Knox. You got lots of opportunities to get out there. Uh, Paintball Extravaganza is coming up. I just saw his email. I think it's 24 weeks away or 25 weeks away. That's all? Night. Yeah. No, it's 26 weeks. Is it 26? Um, well, we're getting there a week early because we're excited. It's like so. a pregnancy. Where are we going <laughs> to eat? <laughs> you know what? Let's do that as a countdown. Get Gavin pregnant, and then we'll just use that as a countdown. That's not hard. I'm a slut. I think that's what he <laughs> was trying to do in Cuba, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I come back with niños. <laughs> nice. Uh, Paintball Media, the online magazine, is up again. Checked it out today. Yeah, what'd you think? I thought it was good. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, did you read about NXL Prague, Hawaii Legends, or the Beaches of Normandy? Uh, a little bit of all of that. <laughs> and uh, I made sure I scrolled almost all the way to the end, and I saw our Behind the Bunker advertisement. So I said, okay, now this is a publication I can get behind. There you go. Behind um, the Bunker. Oh, good one. That's right. Yeah. Oh. I, I, I didn't try to, but thank you, Joe. Well you done. Sorry, I just well got done. a text here. It says, uh, Matt, are there any more Moosehead or Seven in the Fridge? <laughs> yes. Okay. I know, I I know, I know. I'm just bringing, I'm doing a callback. I haven't got Matt's permission yet to actually put him in my phone contact list. So, Uh, ah, but Sean said I had to go through the Sean Riddle approval. So I just figured it was the same for same idea. Uh, Chad Bob sent this in. He's been watching us lately and seen all of our custom corner and mag fed stuff. Look what he's done. That That is so clean. That looks nice. Yeah. Yeah, and here's another uh, one that he's working on. I'm going to have to zoom in on this one. I like it. Yeah, you know what? That that makes that gun look really nice. Do you think we can get Planet Eclipse to send us some for demo guns for Battle I, Royale? I'm still waiting. The They're fed? supposed to be sending us one each, are they not? I thought, so. <laughs> I thought that's what, yeah. 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 You know what? Remind me tomorrow, Joe, and I'll drop uh, drop them an email about that because I'd like to get some closure on that anecdote. Um, I would l- Just completely <laughs> ignoring you and I, Gavin, but, that you know. So I was trying to keep sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to keep everybody happy. Ryan McGee sent this in but just before the show. Posted this up. This is his MagFed uh, toy. This is, uh, he says, it's a little custom corner slash MagFedish love. It says TGR2 with Ronin Handguard and Halo Sight. Nice. As well as uh, Halo Sight and Mag uh, with an air through And he has it stock. in his fetish room on his fetish apparatus. Yeah. Did Ryan enjoy himself in Cuba as well? Was he down there with you? I uh, know, but Greg Hastings did join me. I was watching the podcast, he and he swam across. And so we had, we had a couple of cervezas, and he went back home. Oh, great. nice. Yeah. Um, really? Matt, I've got a... You know what? I would believe that, though. He could like do if it. it actually so happened. He could like do would, it. Yeah. It's like 60 miles side. from Key West. I was going to say, so if you were in Florida, well, even Florida proper, not even Key West, how long would it take for you to sail or boat well, from like... depends how fast your boat went. Let's say Gavin's like salary, s- he's probably got like a 40-foot cigarette I boat. Think it's only, um, I think it's only like 60 miles. And let's not forget, Hastings has the twitch speed of a hummingbird. <laughs> I'm sure that helps with the swimming. Uh, I worked uh, 26 hours straight once, and at some point I thought it was some sort of a hummingbird of some type. Oh, it's, uh, wait, Key West. Holstrom is saying 90 miles. He works for NASA, so he, he know he knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> ninety, according to this, strange no. boy in Key West, Florida, to Cuba is ninety miles. Oh, he does know everything. Oh, Mike Holstrom. <laughs> oh, you rocket scientist, friend of a rocket scientist. Hey, look at um, look at all He's these. Probably li- sitting beside an oceanographer. Look at all too. these little badges. Top fan, follower anniversary. Top fan. 
There's all these top fan plus one follower. Yeah. How do we badges. get a worst follower ever? Over. Mike Holstrom says, uh, know it all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and this is for Tom Bertrand's daughter. Butterwell! Hey. Apparently she hates it when I say that. So. Sorry, who are we talking about? Tom Bertrand. This guy? No, no, that's, that's the real Oh, that's Bag of Chips. Sorry. Oh, yes, I got it confused. But did you, you know really what? just do that with his name written across the top? I did. I got all excited. I thought, I got a picture of him. No, I don't. There's a real bag of chips at the uh, Toronto Convention well, Center. Actually, that is real bag of chips. It's uh, Tom Bertrand is actually going the right. <laughs> yes. Um, What's special about the picture, Todd? Nothing. I was just saying. Why don't he, you tell he, us about the He's got the, the same shirt as Gavin's oh, wearing. Same size, same color, same everything. That's actually his shirt I borrowed. <laughs> um, and you guys can get your shirt at uh, ruthlesspb.com. Put Where? BTB15 and get uh, 15% off any of your th anything that you order. Uh, this here is uh, Tactic Squirrels. They, uh, they uh, tagged me in it. I really like their custom. What uh, happened to it? It went away. Oh. Yeah, their custom uh, what? shoulder on belt. Neat. Joe was watching the live broadcast, not what actually. Where am I watching? <laughs> in real time. <laughs> you should be watching. Gotta watch the your monitors. monitors. Yeah. My monitor down here, or your monitor. No, the big no, not your laptop. The monitor. Yeah. I'm trying while, to look at it more closer. While while we, yeah, while we get this sorted out, Matt, I have a video. Let's let's show the dancing video. If you guys are looking for something interesting to do with your, uh, you can go ahead and play it. Yeah. While we explain to Joe, what it is. if you're looking for something to do with your Enola Gay smoke grenades, here you go, ladies and gentlemen. Find yourself a redhead. I think she's more brown hair. See, if you're tired of just throwing them, this creates your own sort of smoke plumage. That's what what you do that. when you watch this video is your own business. I have an offer two weeks, Gavin. I'm. Anyways, I saw it on their uh, EGUSA's uh, Instagram page. And I thought it was. Uh, you know what? It, it was kind of novel. I, it would look way better if Ashley was doing that in the same outfit. I'm not saying it's not Ashley. Oh. <laughs> not Rick Ashley, but Ashley. No, he's already given me up. All right, moving on. What else wow. do we have here? Yeah. So if you want to follow her, by the way, she is Dances with Smoke. Her, uh, she's Flow Mayhem. That's what it is. Oh. She's some her, sort of exhibitionist. I think I saw that this. That is her native name. Once a month, that's her name, Flo Mayhem. I think I saw this in some ninja movie, but he didn't chicken out with smoke grenades. That Thank God, good. That Thank God we're male-dominated. That was not bad. <laughs> uh, Joe, you're on a roll, too. I'm not bad. <laughs> Um, You're on fire. You definitely had a holiday, didn't you? I, I was here last week. <laughs> were, you, Park were you staying in the Caboose Hotel in Titusville as well? Yes, the Caboose Hotel. The Caboose Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> was it a big Caboose Hotel or was it a little Caboose Hotel? Or was it a real Caboose? Was it? So you went there just for on the kerosene? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Where else do you get high-quality kerosene the from? The cheap right? kerosene. <laughs> All right, oh PayPal Lordy. Bring it back together. I thought you were bringing something down with you, but I'll, I'll ask you about that later. Um, TACCOM. TACCOM. Uh, Canadian, Canada's largest uh, real steel like or gun show. SHOT Show North. It's going to be 100,000 square feet of demonstrations, displays, manufactures, product stuff Isn't from Altama, Condor, <laughs> um, original SWAT, first tactical, 511. Everybody will be there. Remington, Glock, Mossberg, Flag Raiders. Yeah, we're, Siege Airsoft. We're going to be there doing the Hitman 
air-powered time trials. Yes. We're going to do the arcade version and uh, let people have a go at it and, and see if we can convince some guys that uh, are already in the real shooting industry to come out and play some paintball. Um, later in the program, we're going to ask you guys, how often do you play paintball? We put a survey up and uh, we, uh, we have uh, some of your response. We'll get to that shortly. Um, so this past weekend... Matt and I were in London, Ontario, and we were doing some broadcasting of the Ontario Paintball League. And um, behind the bunker, we teased it last week, or was it last week or the week before, that we picked up a new uh, broadcast booth. Well, let's uh, let's show them the video, Matt, and you guys can see what uh, what we're talking about. Hey guys, so here's something I want to show you. I am here at Ontario Paintball League. It's a local league to us, and. Uh, we broadcast for these guys every event. Normally we're out of quick shades and no matter what happens with the weather, it uh, can be quite difficult. But uh, this is something we took advantage of. There we go. We bought ourselves a... Um... So we'll go for a quick tour. As you can see in the back, we have generators powering including AC and heating. Now let's go in under here and see. As you can see, we have air conditioning going right now. Yeah. We have three guys doing the broadcast, the talent. I use talent very lightly. And then here we have Matt, he's at his position. And he's doing all the controlling of all of the cameras. As you can see, I know this is terrible here. And he also has all those cameras down there that he utilizes as well. And then in front of him, we have Mean and Alan. And they have their own cameras that they control. And they're being controlled robotically by joysticks. And then beside them, they have their body count. So they do the live player count that you would see on the screen there. So that's it. That's our broadcast bus. And then when you look out the window, or all the windows, this is what you see. We're elevated. So let the snake player know what, what he sees and they need to put their body count on. This is a tough one because I would say that it's not the snake player. Pretty cool. So that's it in a nutshell, ladies and gentlemen. If you would like to have Behind the Bunker come to your event, and broadcast, we can now do it in our mobile broadcast booth. Pretty cool. All right, and uh, so that's our that's our broadcast booth now. We're gonna sticker it up and uh, take it on the road. Tucker Danielson says, keep gas cans 15 feet away from all machines. You're right, Tucker, but that's kerosene, my friend. Little call back to Josh there. Is kerosene as volatile as gas? <laughs> No, it's far more stable. <laughs> well, which one would be more stable in all fairness? I, I don't know. I don't care. I don't keep it next to machinery. Petroleum. Yeah. Petroleum would be more volatile than kerosene, wouldn't it? Kerosene's more raw. Kerosene's not as refined. Kerosene has a lower smoke point, doesn't it? <laughs> what the hell is just happening here? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mike Holstrom, the question has been posed. Please please let us know. Yeah, do you know a petroleumologist? <laughs> um, all right, or so... What are they called? I don't even know. 
building scientists. George Hay wanted to know about us coming to Super Game East. We're holding up for Super Game North. Super Game, Super Game North. <laughs> That's what we're holding Burr. up. Better question, will George Hay hey, be at Battle Royale? You need to come up, George. We need you. Yeah, Rick Chard says, I don't think the mobile broadcast unit will fit in the Crown Plaza Memphis lobby. Don't worry, don't worry Rick. We're, just bring, we're bringing a table. Yeah. Is the internet better in um, Tennessee than it is in uh, Dulles? I'd oh. probably say no. Kerosene is less volatile than gasoline. Oh, my God, Josh. <laughs> I, I knew I'd get someone I thinking Google about it. it. Get over it. I can't take this anymore. <laughs> Mike Holstrom, he says, actually, maybe. Hold on. <laughs> we need Mike to check. It says, one year anniversary as a follower. Rick Charge just got his hand up as a follower. Nice. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about the topic at hand, ladies and gentlemen. We're watching you guys uh, in the live chat. And the question is, uh, how often do you guys play paintball? Let's go around the horn here. Uh, Gavin, what about you? When when was the last time or how often do you play? I try to play, well, ideally I like to play once a month, but uh, I ran into a little bit of a rut. I've only got a few Mission Tuesdays in and a couple of Saturday or Sundays. Uh, so I would say I'm averaging now probably once every couple of weeks. Nice. But you've played more this year than you have in previous years. I, I have because uh, my probation officer, like my probation sentence is done. I have much more freedom, so um, I'm back into it, baby. <laughs> I thought you were going to say your probation officer started playing as well. That uh, the ankle the ankle bracelet is gone, so I get to get some more pew pew time in, and I'm looking forward to playing tomorrow night. Tomorrow night for, for Mission Tuesday. Mission Tuesday. Tuesday. Some scenario this is our last Tuesday noon till dusk as well. Then we just go for a couple just more the, weeks yeah. until Until we dusk. lose light. Yep. Um, How exciting would it be if your ankle bracelet actually made it to the field, but only like half of it? I'd be happy and sad at the same time. I, I guess. Oh, I guess. Severed foot. Go back to researching. Do you know that a severed foot makes the ultimate stocking stuffer? <laughs> No. Yes, it is. Thank you. Uh, Five-year anniversary follower, Daniel Barney Alamo. Ah. Yeah. Barney says, I'm down to about 15 games a year. The most was 28 in one year. I believe George Hay is on track to do 50 this year. But he's wow. doing 50 Five games. I don't think crazy. he's 50 plays. Uh, no, I think he's tacking for some of them. I think George Hay hey. has confirmed he will be there. Nice. He'll be here. Um, Whatever it is. Five-year yeah. anniversary follower Joe Kimson says once a week during Mission Tuesday season. Greg Muller says 18 to 20 times a year. That's pretty specific. Wolf Wolf Critchlow, diamond follower, top fan, number one, says every other week, sometimes more. Hmm. Chris Morrison in the live chat says one to two times a month. That's good. That's 24 12 to 24 times annually. That's pretty solid. Look at all these people commenting on here that are five-year anniversary followers. That's incredible. Is that how long this has been going on? Five years? No, it's it longer. More than that. Yeah. But how come I've only... Seven. I think it only keeps track of up to five on Facebook. No, well, how long have we been doing it on we, Facebook? Yeah, so we, we were broadcasting on live stream and Ustream prior, and then we, we went stream. to YouTube for a while, yep. and then Facebook broadcasting has only been... Probably five three, years. No, three years, three I would years, say. Three years, I think. Because yeah, it's... No, because remember when it finally happened, everyone was like, wow, this is the greatest thing ever. So we, we were doing 
both broadcasts. We were on YouTube primarily yeah. at that point, point. Yeah. and then Facebook Live came out, or yeah. their, their videos, and then we started doing the Beyond the Bunker, the, the after show on there. That's right. Uh, and then we just moved to this format completely. Yeah, that's right, because you can't, Facebook will not allow you to do this and something else right. simultaneously, So, and most platforms aren't letting you do that either. Um, what about you, Josh? How many times are you playing? Oh, I think I've only played three times this year. I think so. Did Not you play Red nearly, Dawn? Yeah. And then you played the summer big game, and then you played a yeah. Tuesday night. I and think. a Tuesday night uh, and Super Game. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and I will be playing in September. Uh, there's also Build Day for our team in September, so we'll yeah, be up 14th. for that. That's Not good. necessarily playing, but. Cool. Well, still at the field is at the field. Just bringing a schmammer. Yeah, yeah as long as you can dress up and put your camo on, a little bit of cosplay doesn't hurt. What about you, Matt? Sometimes on Tuesday nights, I, I just do it in my own backyard. <laughs> That's true. He goes swimming in it? Yeah. Yeah, like a Navy SEAL. But then he has his foot signals, like yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. I put my chucks on and my flip flops. Or you fins. You don't fins. need. You don't <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> That's derogatory. <laughs> I'm waving. We've got we've to gotta, uh, pixelate that out. Hello. Some countries we watch in, that's not allowed. Sorry, yeah. I wasn't. I was using my two finger. Can point somebody like share a, that to the foot My two group? finger point, like at, <laughs> yes. at, at Disney. I think we just picked up like three followers. <laughs> <We did. Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, how about you? How how often are you playing a year? Uh, yeah. What is that? Could you give us a number? No, I can't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, bitch. <laughs> Watch. <laughs> <laughs> You yeah. know, you didn't you have to say it. You could have used your I, foot signal. I know, I could have. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to play at least once a week, if not twice a week, because we play on Tuesday nights and we play on the weekends or compete on the weekends. But since we are all involved in paintball and work in paintball, the last time I physically played paintball was Super Game. And before that was... Super Game. I don't know. I you, It's not that I don't want to. Just Every weekend we're working, we have special events, we have things on the go, and it's hard to get out. So I'm involved with paintball every single weekend. That's right. That are going to play every other weekend, essentially, right? So yeah. it's you're at the field, and life happens. I mean, we all have young families as well, right? That's so true. That's, that's challenging. Emery Davis says three times a month. Richard not two times a month. Um, and John Maskin simply says stupid adult responsibilities. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. But again, Sometimes when we're I'm down to just playing Fields of Battle on my phone. <laughs> but when you're involved in the industry, like Gavin said, like we're at the field, we're we're still there. We're, we're just sometimes not. We're actually playing. doing an awful lot to um, hashtag grow paintball by one hundred percent. You know, we're probably doing more to hashtag grow paintball than if we were playing paintball. Like we're promoting paintball. There's families at the field. We're saying, I hope you're having a good time. Can I help you fill your hopper? Can I fill this? You guys should try this. We're getting our refs to create new scenarios, new games, new missions. We're getting them to go out and take the groups to play paintball. We're helping kids. I, I think we're doing more by just milling around looking awesome than if we were actually playing paintball. And I, I would add to that as well. When we are playing paintball, every single person in this room I can attest to is continuing to work to grow the sport. So you're helping people out. You're giving paint out. You're giving pointers out. You're you're making sure everybody's having a good time, even if it's at your detriment or your expense, right? You want to make sure that people are having a great time always, right? And I think that's just the, the temperamental, the, the, the makeup of each and every one of this room. And I hope that resonates, and I hope you guys can take that with you as well and make sure that everybody's having a great time when you're on the field with you. And sometimes I take just as much joy watching other people play. All right. Is yeah. That like a commercial? <laughs> Yeah, no, but you're right. I mean, you could smell how dry that was. Uh, yes. 
I, I'm sorry, I can do this topless next time. Would you? <laughs> We've already been bottomless today. <laughs> How many times do we need to ask? <laughs> All right, what? Uh, what? Do you guys have any other comments in your on yeah. your sheets? Or are you pretty much good? So Rob Ryan says, uh, not nearly enough, but well, three times in 2019 so far, and yes, it is a problem. So clearly, a number of people have said that Patrick Beast, not enough, not played in over three years, and it's killing it. So there's a number of people who are still connected to the sport and desperately want to get into, but life happens, as we say, and they don't play enough. So I would agree, anybody that plays the sport of paintball, with the exception if you're playing every day or, or a few times a week, you're, you're saying it's not enough, right? We all love the sport for a particular reason. So twisting the question around for everybody in the, around the horn here before we continue with the responses what would your ideal amount of times to, uh, to play would be yeah i mean i could play once a week no problem yeah absolutely um also getting a little on getting older i'm not 18 anymore after playing a full day of paintball i'm sore you know so once a week for me i would be quite happy with that that would be my go-to answer as well, and for the same reasons, because I ain't 20, I'm old, there's a little bit more salt in the pepper, and it takes me a little bit uh, to recover. And it's eyes ain't. I Eyes ain't. <laughs> I ain't. Oh, well, well, why don't we move on? We have a few more things to get so to on this show. you just ask Gavin? Okay, that's fine. Well, you put your sheets away. What sheet? They're right here. They're right, no, mine are right here. <laughs> I, 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 I'm trying, under your okay. laptop, under your hands. this damn thing okay. going. Right. You guys no, going. no, you, you said, ideally, yourself, how many times... How many times would you like to play? And then you two answered it and then moved on. But I did already ask you that before. I said, Joe how often? I, oh, I actually asked, how often do you play? Not how often would you play? Yeah. And then you you and Gavin answered it and then you moved on. This is why we take two weeks <laughs> off, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Nobody likes each other when we get back. It's like, oh, yeah. I need this Whatever. Break. It's your show. <laughs> it's your show. I have some answers, too. Mike Eamon, not as much as I would like. Uh, Michael MC, only one or two times a month until the kids get older. Um, John Romano, I played 25 scenarios since January. Wow. Um, Matthew Pugh, since I've been living in Japan, Japan, I play every Saturday, barring work or extreme weather. His last name is not Pewson. Is that what I heard? No, it's Pugh. Okay. I didn't know they had Japan, paintball had in paintball, Japan. No. I thought it was just airsoft. But I think it's it's pretty popular. We had an airsoft night game Saturday night at the outdoor field. We had 35 guys that came out and played airsoft from 5 p.m. Right. till 1 a.m. So they had a they had a pretty awesome time. They had the field to themselves and ran several missions and scenarios. That's something we haven't had this year as a paintball night game. Hey, it just dawned on me, Josh. How often would you play paintball if given the opportunity? What? <laughs> I you can't cry anymore. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Ideally, I I would love to play Tuesday night and like a Saturday or Sunday every week. So like twice yeah. a week. Huh? Saturday and Sunday, I enjoy going out with the new newer players, showing them the game, playing like that. Like it's a slower pace. It's you know you get to have some fun with some people. You get to show people the sport that you love and grow it right. And then I also like playing on Tuesday nights where it's a lot of paintball players who have tons of experience. And it's a true, you know, scenario type paintball where people are invested in it and want to play and want to participate. I really like that. Yeah, I I prefer the Tuesday Tuesday night over the full day Saturday and Sunday because sometimes I have to go to Home Depot and if there's time, Bed Bath and Beyond. But it's Tuesday night <laughs> is so much easier. Well, if you didn't do so much karate in the garage. <laughs> And streaking. You want to go streaking? Oh, damn. <laughs> Can we go to KFC? <laughs> um, Wolf says school nights are hard to get out. Yeah. 
Yeah, you, you're right. That's but if true. you can get out, it's it's only a few hours. You can definitely get a. Wolf's Are you going nice for your grade twelve, Wolf? Oh. <laughs> Did I railroad you, Matt? We said we basically made the same comment. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's why Josh's uh, mic is louder. I can't. Than yours. I, I can't hear Matt's mic though. And well, yes, I know it is not? quiet, isn't well, it? School, school nights are hard to get out. If you are an adult and you're able to, or your your homework's all finished, you make way out. What I like about that short window of time on a, like a Tuesday evening is you squeeze so many games in because everybody's like, it's, it's not fast. Yes, it's yeah. fast because yeah. people want to maximize their playing time, so you get some quality games and uh, with experienced players. Yeah, when, we're, enjoy when we're in June and you've got daylight till you know nine fifteen, nine twenty, you're you're cramming an awful lot of games in. It's although things are much slower now that we're using MagFed, yeah. your turnaround time in between games is is dreadful. Like there needs to be a quicker way to get people, you know, playing and, and loading your mags and getting out again. Like with Hopper, when you have Hopper Ball and stuff, you're, you just dump your pods in, you, away you go. But MagFed is just takes hours. They need to make mags that are like 200 round capacity just so that to keep the games going. Yeah. And box loaders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Well, it's the one thing I liked about the Tuesday nights is that the action was always fast yeah. and intense and quick, and then it was a quick turnaround. And then sometimes you'd even have enough paint where someone would go, "Do you guys still have enough?" Like, yep. You'd hit one more field, like sort of on the way into the, the fly, staging yeah, area, exactly. so people were out of air and paint and stuff. And then you do a quick turnaround, and come back out. That was I. I love that. John Maskin in the live chat says, "I played more often when I was younger, but I got burned out after a while." Mike Holstrom says weeknight summer games just haven't taken off where he is. Um, it's odd. Like at our field, we've always done specifically Tuesday nights for whatever reason. I'll and tell it's you the um, reason. Tuesday night used to be staff night. No, but it, we it was airsoft. It was, well, it was staff airsoft. Before night, right? that, before Tuesday nights, we started Tuesday nights. Steve Russell would come down from the Adventure Game of North York with his staff. And he, he, he would come down with eight or ten guys and we play. But we started Tuesday nights because my friend Peter was a hairdresser and he had Tuesdays off work. So he would come on Sundays and play and we wanted to play again during the week and get him to come down. So we, that's why we started Tuesday nights and we haven't changed. And because of Tuesday night paintball, that's how Behind the Bunker started on Tuesday nights. Because we were already at the field anyways, we figured why not. So that's when Behind the Bunker for the first few months anyways we're on tuesday nights and then we got sick of killing our paintball night and uh we moved it to mondays and so mondays were 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 it for for then on in yeah monday night at eight can you play that thing uh, i don't know if chase traffic is here there he is <laughs> that's awesome still i like my, how he's back watching clock. too yeah um can i tell you guys about planned eclipse Planet Eclipse guys, uh, creators of the most incredible tournament paintball markers, soft goods and gear, the winningest markers in paintball now, innovators in mechanical actions, including the new M170 and MG100 MagFed Marvel. Check them out. I will. I was talking to a guy on the weekend about his uh, uh, 170R, the uh, mechanical, and uh, he still raves about how awesome it is. And I and he bought it because he heard us talking about it and going oh, nice. on about how accurate it was. Whoa. We were effective? We were super we were effective. Super effective. A it was, I think it was the super liminal advertising. Super oh, this liminal. is too much responsibility. Enola <laughs> um, Gay, the world's leading manufacturer of smoke grenades, thunder flash, airsoft, and paintball grenades for use in theater, film, photography, and of course, paintball. Pull an EG tab at your next event. Hashtag pop smoke. Ask for Enola Gay at your next event. No demand it. 
Airups are proudly made in the US of A. Their thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options and layouts are available. Um, ask about full color printing and custom logos, uh, their options. Customize your field with Airups. Ruthless Paintball Products caters to both professional players and weekend warriors. They have set a level of paintball playing apparel. You can head on over to the website now and use the highest discount promo code we have running currently, which is 15%. Enter BTB15 for your 15% off. And more than just swabs and pads, Exalt is a way of life. Available at discerning retailers, fields, shops, and shows. It is tournament-ready, battle-proven. In the beginning, you fall out of a tree, you stumble down a rocky cliff, you wade chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog, then you realize you're surrounded. It's party time. You own a Tipman now combined Empire, JT, Tipman, and V-Force, and you get the world's largest distributor, everything paintball, GI Sports. Push the creators of some of the most well-thought-out products in the industry, from goggles to gear haulers. You need to get their gear in your hands to see and how the feel of the genius comes through. Ask the, for them at your local shop or store. DLX Technologies is the manufacturer of the Lux paintball marker, as well as other great product lines as the SP Shocker, the Gog Enemy, and the Freak Barrel Kit systems. A longtime manufacturer and uh, a paintball gear, they are they have the product that you can trust. Make sure you guys check them out at your local paintball stores. For over 50 years, Altam has proudly carries militaries from across the globe through every challenging environment, including malls, jungles, desert, and urban battle zones. Make Altama your next paintball airsoft or everyday shoe. Or look for Altama Original Swat and First Tactical at a retailer, re leading retailer near you. Very I, cool. I was watching Quantico. Quantico? The other day, because I did, finally started watching it. Yes. They actually mention Altama in the show. Oh, do they? Yeah, she says something like, oh, did you get your standard issue something, something in oh, Altamas? Yeah, yeah, I, nice. I was like, oh, cool. Well, they, but, um, they started making jungle boots in 1969 during Vietnam. Um, yes. It's a long time you make a footwear. It is, 50 years. There's a spelling mistake in here that throws me off every time we could, read this. I could fix it. I have the graphic. I have the yeah. artwork. Okay. What's going on? <laughs> Nothing I'm doing. Foot. I can't do foot signals. Excuse me. I, I'm getting ready to go on break, and they said I could come over here and you had free popcorn for me or something. There's your popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> really funny. Always picking on the new guy, huh? I see how it is. Ugh. Yuck. I like butter. Butter on my popcorn. But who needs food for your break when you can check out the latest edition of Paintball 2 Extremes magazine, the perfect mix of event coverage, team and player profiles, all you can handle. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Paintball Media, I would try to find oh. a way to shoehorn them into the show today with that commercial. Who is that? Push pause. Speaking of eating packing peanuts, look who just logged into the chat. Ooh. Brody Ball. Oh, nice. <laughs> Brody Ball. He was in my watch. I started a watch party, but I don't know how. what next happens. He I finally left the doge to watch the show. He could be at the doge. He could be t He could be waiting for one of his uh, his victims to uh, come back to life. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, the last video that we showed, that was Paintball 2 Extremes. Uh, yeah. media, like the, they had a TV show. Yeah. Like every, I think it was every Saturday, every other Saturday. I remember catching that. that, was, I, that I, I, I want to say that was a professional football player. Because I remember when I downloaded, I read the description there. But uh, make sure you guys check out not only paintball.media, their magazine, but uh, that is uh, um, uh, another way to talk about their documentary that's coming out this fall. The complete history of paintball. Yes. They have a GoFundMe and 
Um, PayPal, you can donate as well. I think they are quite a bit off of their $30,000 goal. Yeah. Um, I've contributed. Why haven't you? Why haven't I'll you? I'll get around to it. <laughs> yes. Uh, so make sure you can help it out, uh, preserve our sport, bring some of the archives together. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, what John has put together, him and his crew. Uh, the teasers already have got me very, very excited. They had Simon Steven teaser out yep. a little while ago. They had one with B. Young's on there. Yeah, I'm pretty excited to see uh, see what this whole thing is going to be about. Uh, Wolf is saying print print magazines are so expensive to uh, to produce. They are, uh, and it's it's a shame because I do miss those. I remember reading an article in that uh, Playboy about that how expensive it was. <laughs> I read articles in Playboy. <laughs> I didn't realize they had articles. It smells like BS. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but I do have to say, I did like printed versions. Um, I'd like something I can actually flip through. Yeah. But the the paintball media um, online publication, the digital uh, format, is pretty accessible. And I, I quite enjoy it. You still do the swipey swipey. Yeah. Right. And uh, so you can go from page to page like that. So I quite enjoyed it. So. You still lick your finger when before each swipe. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> you have to. The the old the original online paintball magazines were a little cl- like little clunky, but they're so slick now. Yeah, they're you know, and you can watch them on your mobile phone. You can, yeah. I, I think a lot of the appeal too for me, young in the sport and reading the magazines, was seeing all the print advertisements of uh, products. Yes, uh, with everything on Facebook and digital media. That's not what the sort of the motivation for going to, to to read the content is, right? It's all about the content versus the advertisement, right? Where when I was younger, it was a little a mix of both, but now you, it's accessible online stores, and you can go directly to companies' websites and stuff like that. So um, I, I think digital format uh, translates very well because you can incorporate video and stuff of that into uh, in, into it as well. So I really like digital format. Well, Kingman used to be the king of print ads. Oh, you remember oh, yeah. that? And APG got it. Every every magazine had four or five different Kingman ads, and they're they're Ads were just full of, of listings of offerings from them. They had so many different markers, Imagines and Sonics and Phoenix and Compact. Yes. And Morse, uh, TL Plus. The, t- the, t- the, tournament, TL. the tournament level or whatever it was. With Remember the tournament locks and the velocity adjusters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to put a beaver tail on it. And then what happened that blew up all the paintball magazines? The rocking trigger. Yes. <laughs> oh, I remember, remember that. that? God. <laughs> oh, did that ever get people upset? He can't play that in tournament. Oh, wow. Since the gang's all back, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to bring back for a few minutes a couple of uh, Price's Rights. Matt found some doozies this week, and I think Hooray. today hey. would be a good time to play. If that you guys so are watching us live right now, get your fingers ready. We'll watch your bids in the live chat. Uh, first up for bid, this one here, I, I have a couple of pictures. This is the Tipman 98 Custom Machine Gun Cyclone Mod. So there's the gun itself. And uh, here's what it comes with. Look at those old M16 pouches they use. Like, those are like post-Vietnam, but before Molly and all that stuff. Neat. But look at the mags. And then come down here. Here's a better whoops, a better shot of the damn it. Better shot of the mags. There you go right there. And here's the cyclone feed. You can see how there's a massive hole cut here and the cyclone feed's been shaved down ever so gently. Um, obviously they use the level there. And a nice paint job. And here's the uh, hack job on the other side. That's where you put it in with your whipper snipper trimmer cutter co- cover. Very nicely done. 
Neat. If it wasn't for the paint job, this thing would definitely... Is that a wheel from a wagon? Might be a little Tyke's wheel from a Hummer. <laughs> it looks like a wheel from a wagon. Would that be a wagon wheel? A wagon it could be a wagon wheel. They were both delicious and full of marshmallow. George, George Hayes says 185 Lee Williams says 400 Chris Morrison says $350. Now, this has a cyclone feed and a response trigger on yeah. it. Now, y'all are underestimating the power of people with uh, credit cards and the internet. This is the lead picture. It has a wolf carpet or blanket with a... Look Look at the stock. Everything is painted. It's gross. I should stop trying to upsell it. <laughs> you, almost said it's, you almost said it's gross, didn't you? Richie Rampage, Richie Santos, 175. Tracy Santos, 230. Darlene St. George just joined in. Mike Holmes from 451, like Fahrenheit. Nice. Roger Weaver, $200 in a team tag. Well, since Gavin Dan won Bader. last time. I did last week, actually. What? Last week when you were here. Yeah. What? Uh, wow. How could that be? <laughs> <laughs> what are you bidding on this? Uh, 300 Bob. 300 Okay. Joe, what are you taking on this? Um, I'm going to have to go to uh, 412 Okay. Also has a bipod on it, too. Josh, what are you thinking? Oh, this is this is challenging. Uh, I want to say five hundo. Five hundo. Yeah. All right. I'm thinking people uh, are stupid. So this was sold for four hundred and fifty dollars. Oh. Ah. That has an awful lot of accessories. If you That's were to, Gavin, isn't it? If, no, it's Joe. Joe. If you what were to take say? that and buy all those parts separate, you'd be easily a thousand dollars. If you could still find them. Uh, it's a wolf blanket that ups the value. This did not sell. This is an active listing, but I want you guys to sort of help me on this. This is what it says. Vintage marking paintball gun question mark. Uh, it says, is this a vintage paintball gun? Not sure what this even is. Condition is used. Anyone out there know about this? Best guess is it's a paintball gun, but don't know for sure. Please look at the pics and decide for yourself. The only markings on it is Bendex, B-E-N-D-X. Ten and a half pounds of iron and aluminum. How it works or if it works is unknown. I I don't know what that is or if that even is a thing. It just looks like someone I don't made something to look like a gun. I don't think it's looks like a prop from a space movie or something. How did you spell it? B-E-N-D-X. But that was stamped when I looked at the picture. It was stamped on a fitting, so I think it might just have been the fitting for it. Uh, I don't know. I think this is a. Is it what they don't they call those things a troll? Well, that's what he's saying. Like he doesn't know even if it is a real paintball gun. But on the same token, so you could buy this right now. You can buy it. He's selling it for a hundred dollars or best offer. Uh, so what should we interesting traits? Nothing. I just thought oh, maybe this, you guys uh, would, if so you guys then, knew anything about it. So no. then I won. No, I don't. I have no <laughs> idea. Joe wins. I'd give him five dollars just to figure out what it is. Well, then why don't we bid on this? Get the moving blanket. Mint condition, rare auto cocker, bolt action. What the hell happened there? Single shot stock project cocker. Project. So no. It's a corkscrew for a cocky candle. Yeah, isn't that? I. I well, meaning it's a, it's a piece of copper. It's an meaning, old, and it's got an old PMI. It's meaning old, I broke it and I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> that stock would go on any Piranha Two or any PGP, and that's a three and a half ounce bottle. Look at that. Custom products barrel. Yeah, but there's no feet neck on it. It's broken off. You're right. 
Because you'd see the profile on it. You did, you, Stop you trying to find value in it, Todd. What's well, a right feed? Yeah, but even if it was, Matt, you you can't. You, you may have been filed down. Yeah. But he said single shot. Yeah, that means single shot. Like a, like a. Yeah. That's for the um. He's a Civil War reenactor, and he does um musket <laughs> musket loading. All right, what are you gonna the go, British Joe? Since coming, you won that last one. Um, I'm gonna bid. Uh, one hundred and sixty-eight dollars. Can we also talk about the fact that yeah, there's no pneumatics or pump on the front, so it would have to be a a, a, a cock back and shoot every single time. Yeah, the corkscrew. Eight dollars, I think, is generous. Roger Weber for a dollar. Joe, what did you say? I said one hundred sixty-eight. Gavin, ten dollars. Josh, fifty. <laughs> fifty. You were quick to the ten dollar. Bobby Doust says thirty-two fifty. This sold for one hundred and twelve dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> Tracy Santos with thirty-four ninety-nine. Josh won. Um, all right, you what all about? You need uh, to step up your game. What about this? It's either crap or gold. <laughs> what is that? Scott? Die. No. What is that? It is a clear. I can smell that from JT, here. JT uh, Proteus. Proteus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Proteus. It's too bad it's so discolored, but even the frames but they were are the ones clear. Who, was the Proteus not the one that had the weird smell? Uh, no, you can adjust the hearing. Yeah. No, there was You're one. Too J loud. There's <laughs> one JT mask that had a weird smell to it. I don't, I don't think that I was, a, it was I don't think it was a selling feature. Yeah. No, I don't think it was, but like I, I remember putting. <laughs> <laughs> now we even stink here. No, I, no, I think it wasn't like a bad smell. It was just an odd smell. Like it might the rubber be this on one the bottom when it got warm. Yeah, had a really odd smell to it. Could be this one because it's. It, it looks like, like it's like got it a double layer. All right, George Hayes right. is twenty three dollars. Richie Rampage Santos says twelve dollars. John Maskin says I'd strip for it, or sorry, strip it for parts. <laughs> uh, Lee Williams says sixty nine. Roger Weaver says you owe me a dollar. <laughs> I would agree with that. Yeah. All right, Josh, you won. What do you think? I'm going to go with Friend Hay at $23. Darlene St. George says uh, two things. She says, my first goggle was a JT. And she also says, hey, can't wait to see you guys at Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Battle Royale. <laughs> uh, Joe, what are you bidding on this? Oh, I don't know. 30 bucks. 30 bucks. $15. All right. I have to say someone in the audio or someone in the studio got it exact. Little man. Who do you think it was? Don't know. Thirty bucks. Oh, come on! <laughs> I like how you're pointing like, yourself. Come on! I need one. I need one. <laughs> wow, this may end Gavin's winning streak. No. Although something tells me he's I still going to win. One. Did you get that one bang on? Joe did. Yeah. Well, come on over here and reach into Todd's pocket. <laughs> 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 Next one: Crossfire Ramrod Barrel. Ramrod. Vintage. Oh, I, want I want one of these. I desperately want one. So he's used this recipe. I'll read it again. Crossfire Ramrod Barrel Vintage VHTF Paintball Gun Rare in capital letters. Is that 98 threading? Yes. Nice. Might actually be rare. It is. Looks like someone took a little polishing and cleaned it up. Would definitely fit on my TMC. Oh, my Lord. You can't do that. <laughs> so essentially, it's a four-inch barrel. Think of how loud <laughs> it would be, Joe. That, that's the loudener on the end. Four inches yeah. of unported nothingness. Not as authentic. Yeah. You're See, used to that. this is where Travis Lemansky <laughs> got his styling cue for his Silencio barrel. Silencio. Long cuts for the porting. I believe this is a, a patent infringing. 
This is just too. That pattern's not that going, thing I can do that better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are your bids on it? Uh, oh, Joe. Joe goes first. I don't know. 40 bucks. 40 bucks. Gavin? I'm going high because I like it. 100 bucks. <laughs> Lee Williams says 100 bucks as well. Roger Reaper, $35. And John Maskin says it's missing the barrel plug. $35. I'd like to see what would be a proper barrel plug for that. <laughs> Everything up the side. Yeah. It'd be dangerous to put a barrel plug. You'd have to have in. a foot long barrel sock. <laughs> and Josh, what are you going to bid on this? 115. Josh said, or Darlene St. George says, no, I did not say she's coming to Battle <laughs> Royale. Come on, Darlene. <laughs> uh, Chris Morrison says, 101. This sold for $229. Wow. wow. Could you say, would you say that was a collector that bought that? I would have to say so. Must have been. Uh, I couldn't see. justify spending that much money on it, though. I've always wanted these, so let's put this one up next if I can find it. One sec. Um, double barrel Sheridan Ooh. pump marker. Polished. She looks brand new. What are you guys thinking on that? Freshly brassoed. <laughs> Who's bidding on this? Joe? Josh won. Josh won that one? Two today. I know. That's why I said you two need to step up your game. You're <laughs> slipping hard. All right. This is kind of an unfair advantage because Josh was at the Palmer's booth not uh, a few months ago in Oregon. And Again, I believe they I had a couple of these. I apologize for the drool marks. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I would build, bid 1250 says George. Jeez. Wow, yeah, I'd say 1200 Yeah. Okay. But Josh says 1200 because he he's 12. the first one out. Gavin. So okay. I'm going lower then. Uh, let's go 850, Bob. 850. John Maskin says 950. And Joe, what are you thinking? I'm going to have to go 1,025. Can I have the bids again? Josh, 1,200. Gavin, 850. And me, 1,025. Okay, you guys have all overbid. Wow. What? Really? Yeah. Okay. Sadly. I'm not saying by how much, but you've all overbid. So let's start uh, again. Whoever picked this up, congratulations. Absolutely. No kidding. <laughs> all right, Josh, let's start by you again. Uh, still going to stick on the nine. high side. I'm going to go with 900. Okay. Gavin overbid. Shut at your mouth. You shut <laughs> up. So I, your damn overbid at what? 850. Oh. <laughs> Why would you do that, Matt? <laughs> uh, 700 then. Okay. Oh, this is, he's messing with This is one of those wines where it's sold for like 729. Or 749. All right, I'm gonna go with 350, Bob. 350, Joe. Um, if someone got that 590. for 590, if someone got that for 350, we need to track him down and give him a medal. Bill Scribner in the live chat bid 689. He is the closest, but he went over. Okay. 640 dollars. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Still, that person needs that's a, a deal. Yeah. yeah, that's a deal. Where are we with our scores then? Uh, Joe has three, Josh has two, and Gavin. Five. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Gavin, that's Gavin got a participation. It, it, Congratulations, doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. I'm getting the trophy anyway. All right. Well, let's end this here. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching us on Facebook, we're going to end the program here, but we're actually going to continue to broadcast or not broadcast, but record. And uh, we're, we're going to record our podcast extra. So this entire show and the podcast extra goes up on iTunes later tonight. So anywhere you guys get your better podcast from, you can download the Behind the Bunker uh, podcast and uh, listen to it on your mobile phone while at work, at uh, home, uh, church, wherever. Did you listen to any of it on your vacation, Gavin? 
Uh, I did. I had some pretty choppy internet in Cuba, uh, so I cut a little bit of it, but I uh, cut it all in rewind when I landed again. Nice. Very cool. All right, well, thank you, Gavin, for being on the program. Wonderful to be here, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you hit like and share so people know what you're talking about. And, hey, you, I'm talking directly to you. Make sure you make some plans to join us for Battle Royale in October here at Kitchener, uh, Flag Raiders Paintball Games. John Maskin says uh, that seller has to have been pissed that sold that guy. Absolutely. No kidding. Yeah. Um, Joe, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for uh, tuning in, everybody. Thanks for watching. If you want to play paintball tomorrow night, head to Flaggers Outdoor. We're open from noon till dusk. This weekend, we're open Saturday and Sunday. Saturday from 9 a.m. till 8.51 and Sunday from 9 till 4. And come out for Battle Royale, October 5th and 6th. And check us out at TACOM, October, sorry, September 6th, 7th, and 8th. Very good. Josh, thank you for being on the program. Oh, thank you for letting me back into the studio despite um, picking up some train car hobos. Okay. Uh, Gavin, you would have really liked this. We went on a train ride while we were there. They were selling bindles. Did you buy on the one? train? No, because what the, the hell is wrong with you? Because they sold out by the time I got to the front of the line. And they had this coffee cup that I was gonna that I was gonna pick up for Gavin, but it was it was cracked and it had all these old markings of hobos. That they used to put on train cars in the backs of uh, yeah. oh, that's town great. signs. <laughs> so these hobos would arrive in town. They go look at the sign and they look on the back, and there's like signs for like "good clean jail," "town good for begging," "nasty homeowners," "bad cops," yeah. like "crooked yeah. cops." Like that's it was awesome. there's all these kinds of markings. I was like, this is fantastic. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing until I, I I watched a documentary on it, and yeah, yeah, it's a whole language of hobo speak. Yeah, it was like it was like it's like na- cave it was paintings. like navy foot signs. It was <laughs> fantastic. Nice. More if you want to hear about uh, hobo foot signs. <laughs> hobo foot signs. <laughs> Stay tuned for the after show slash podcast, guys. If you're watching us on Facebook, we'll see you next week. If you guys are listening at home on your podcast, don't go anywhere. Sounds like we're ending, but we're not. We'll see you in a minute. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. All right. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. We've had a couple of weeks where we've uh, said we were coming back and having an after show and we didn't because we were having some hardware issue. But uh, we've got that all sorted out and we've been, knock on wood, we've been doing fine. So everybody's back. Josh, you had a you had a getaway. I was asking, trying to get get at you during the show. Did you tow anything down there? No. Okay, but that was your initial intent, right? Uh, not for this trip, no. Okay, that's no, what I thought. This it was, was okay. uh, this was a Christmas present from my in laws. Nice for the for the kids. It was a train ride through Titusville, sort of through this history of these petroleum based towns and all that stuff. And then there is this uh, caboose hotel where they've got like twelve cabooses on railroad tracks and you stay in this retrofitted kind of like a real retired caboose I remember having my birthday in a caboose once at McDonald's yes (laughs) but back then we they they brought out like a hundred Big Mac containers stacked the Mac stacked the Mac yeah god we're old yeah how do they get those things oh yeah okay the caboose that we stayed in was actually from Chesapeake City oh cool which was Ah. Which is fun when I kept mispronouncing his Chesa so Creek and the lady behind the counter was getting you really drove mad. down. To, you drove down to Titusville. To Titusville stayed in the um, 
caboose. Caboose, cool. And I found at Walmart, Walmart. cinnamon toast churros. Ooh. Oh, look at that. We've had those. Which gave me semi-diabetes while I was there. Yes, <laughs> semi. Fantastic. And I, and I tried American spray cheese in a can. Nice. Yeah. How was that? I think it's still in my stomach. Like I gained <laughs> 10 pounds, and I think it's actually just a ball of spray cheese. Did you spray it onto the churros? No. Ooh, that's why the churros like, are shaped that why, way. Why waste churros <laughs> like that, Matt? Yes. They've got cheese channels. <laughs> yeah, we were we were in Florida not too long ago, and going down Target in the States, their food aisle, like most of our listeners are, are from the States, so I'm not going to bore you on how we see your food, but it, you guys have so many th- treats that we don't get, and some of your food is a little over the top on sugar content, meat content. A little? It is. Uh, it's it's insane. Um our cereal aisle has ingredients like bran, um, <laughs> oats. Yours have different fiber in general. Different types of sugars. Yeah. Um, so in Titusville, uh, we're walking around town, and uh, this town had started to die under uh, the previous administration, I guess. Now it's coming back to life as like an actual industry town. They all these stores in town had all closed and all this stuff. So the store frontage was dirt cheap, and so were houses and all this stuff. But we stopped to buy the video store because oh. they were selling CBD oil. Nice. <laughs> let, let me say that again. We stopped by the video store. Nice. They had a real video store. They went in. In there, they had an entire shelf. They had about thirty-two copies of Avengers Endgame. For rent. Wow. Please say it was on VHS. Yeah. No, it was all DVD. <laughs> it was all DVD, and there was select few Blu-rays nice. that you could rent. So that apparently there still is one. Not Best Buy. Uh, no, Blockbuster. Blockbuster. In well, no, in Alaska. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure it's in Washington, like uh, Seattle. What? Yeah. Somewhere out there. It used it used to be one. I could Google that, but I don't work for NASA. Seattle. Oh. Seattle is one of the, or Portland is one of those places where. Storefront rent must be cheap because they have so many specialty shops. Like, there'll be just a, sp- a store that sells spoons, but yet they're busy and people go in and buy stuff. And picked pine cones. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my daughter always gets upset. We watch There's those. There's only uh, one blockbuster left on the planet. And where is it? It's in South. It's in the Bend, Alaska. Oh, oh you're right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we. Uh, my daughter and I watched oh, uh, no, the it's flip. In B- it's in Bend, Oregon. Okay. What? The last two closed in Alaska. Oh, okay. Thank you. Okay, but Oregon. so I was two to one. Yours just happens to still be alive. There were nine thousand stores across the nation in two thousand. I remember walking in there and getting a, a free bag of popcorn. Jumbo yeah. Video. And, oh, Jumbo yes. Or, yes. And, and <laughs> or, Bandito. Or any of the Cambridgeites. Bandito. Yes. Yeah. Bandito. Bandito or Video Ninety Nine. See, we'd go. They to had that sale once a year. It was ninety nine bucks. You get hundred rentals. See, Val's video had upstairs, downstairs. Upstairs were VHS. Downstairs was Beta, and we used to rent VHS machines to play the tapes because it was so sold. But uh, yeah, no, my uh, daughter and I would always watch the flip flip your house shows or those those house hunter shows. And oh the, god, those piss me off. And the and the and the homeowners are buying homes, and they say, "Well, what's your budget?" They sit down with the realtor. Well, you know, we've got somewhere between you know. 800 and a million to, to, to budget. And then they go, well, what do you do? And he goes, well, I 
decorate pine cones, artisan pine cones, and she glows. I'm a Dickie D ice cream guy. Yeah, it's like where the heck do they come she up runs with their a money? Hand, handmade pottery store where yeah. you can do your own pottery. And then you guys get a guy later on. His wife's like a chartered accountant, and he's a mechanical engineer. And it's like, what's your budget like? Two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, two hundred and ten if it's really good. Yeah. This idiot wanted to buy a downtown loft apartment in Chicago, but he wanted to make sure that it was permitted to have a uh, chicken coop. So he could have an outdoor chicken coop. All right. Yeah. Anyways, those uh, ho- those shows are all staged anyways. Yeah. Um, I know firsthand our company had to go into a... Uh, uh, I'm not going to say the name of the show, but I'll say it was called Homo and Homes. And we actually had to go in afterwards I don't think that's real, and man. do remediation for Tarion after they went into the home. And this, for staging purposes for the show, in one basement, they put 72 lights. Really? So it was lit properly. So they have an actual lighting guy from a set come in and do the lighting so that all the finished material and stuff in the basement looks good on television. So they put 72 lights in this house, but they didn't put in like LEDs or incandescents or, or they put incandescents and it's not LEDs or, or fluorescent light bulbs. So this guy starts using his basement and all of a sudden he gets his electric bill and it's $500. <laughs> and he's like, what the hell? Planes are landing through his basement window. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And, it, and of course, because of that, in the middle of summertime, his air conditioner can't keep up in the basement because the heat generated from these these lights, right? Yeah. Crazy. Jeez. Um, so sorry, I totally missed why you were in the middle of nowhere for like a week. <laughs> my in-laws bought uh, my oh, okay. kids tickets to go on this train ride. And you go in these vintage rail cars and you get, they do this sort of train trip through uh, Petroleum Valley or yeah, Petroleum Valley is what they call it in Pennsylvania. I mean, the scenery in Pennsylvania is gorgeous. It's all giant hills and mountains and river streams. And Can you smoke on the train? Tons of, there is actually an open-air car at the back. Oh, nice. Going through Petroleum Valley. That you could st- <laughs> I just wanted stop. to point that out. But uh, here's the strangest <laughs> thing, okay? We're driving through the back, which we're going to all these different train locations and stuff. Because uh, my son's obsessed with trains. He loves them, right? And we're going through, and people could rent these miniature oil pumps and put them on their property if they have found petroleum there. So you're driving around town and like there's these oil derrick rental places and these people have them in their front yard, their backyard. <laughs> awesome. You drive by the woods, you see four or five of them in there and this big arm things going up and down on it and it's a little Jeez. barrel beside it and you see the oil trickling into it. Like it's hmm. yeah. Don't you love driving through the backwoods of anywhere? You can just roll down your window, turn your radio off and still hear banjos. <laughs> I was listening for banjos in a couple of towns we went to because holy, whoa! Uh, Uncle I hope Dad. someone's listening to this podcast who actually lives in that town. <laughs> Did I just well, there's only about 400 people that live there, so. Okay, so yeah, we don't even have that many people listening, so it doesn't matter. No, we're good. The part yeah. that the part that got me though is in Titusville. There's a place that makes knives, but has made knives there since like 1879, and they still do like bone handles and antler oh, handles on nice. stuff. The only reading? day that we had time to go was Sunday. Closed. In a small town, yeah. Sunday, everything's closed. So we didn't get to go, but I was so disappointed. But that, like, these hands, they're just gorgeous. You got to cheer yourself up by taking the family to Chick-fil-A. 
So chicken Chick-fil-A sandwich? Ta- <laughs> there was no there was no McDonald's in this town. There is, I think there's a Burger King. Uh, but it looked like it was built in the late 70s. Nice. Nice. I also don't think it had been cleaned since the late <laughs> 70s. Uh, that's awesome. Jeez. Yeah, I got to love small towns. Um, there's I, there's only two types of people in those towns. is I, Like ultra rich people who live like in the countryside and massive houses and stuff who I'm assuming are attached to big fines in the oil industry and people who are just right down and out. Who've lived there forever. And don't yeah. know no, don't knows any better. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot of places you see tarps over roofs and stuff like that. And just So put your sad. Cuba vacation to shame, doesn't it, Gavin? It sure does. Stupid Cuba. I wish I had a train. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit, though, I was looking at some of Gavin's pictures on Instagram and Facebook, and I was very jealous. Wasn't I there lots of trains at Hedonism there? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the running trains. <laughs> it's just not a choo-choo train. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was some. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I knew it was wrong the second I said it, and that's the perfect way to end this, guys. <laughs> oh dear God! So thank you very much for tuning in. I'll we don't need to all sign week. out. Yeah, we'll yeah, see yeah. you next week. <laughs>